Hey everyone, welcome to Filmmaker Mike and the Boys. This is episode 17. Joining me for this episode is Sequester Jester. Hey, hey everybody. Pinhead. What's up? And Kuya. Red light, green light. Yeah. So uh, we're starting this episode off with quite the biggest news from Hollywood. <laughs> Uh, where, they make, where they make uh, dreams and, you know, uh, all these things come true. But this Mike, is, uh, big, bigger than the Mandalorian season finale? Oh, you just never know. So uh, we are, of course, living in a, a COVID pandemic world. And uh, so this one was from The Sun. Yeah, that's right. The U.S. Sun, uh, famous tabloid uh, paper and website. But when I saw this, they had legitimate, they had the exclusive um, leak of an audio clip of Tom Cruise. Uh, that's right. Tom Cruise on a COVID rant, they, as they put it here. Tom, Tom Curse. Tom Cruise COVID rant star warns Mission Impossible crew. They're effing gone if they break rules on set. And so they have an, uh, they have an audio clip. And we're going to have Jester play it. Okay. Are you guys ready for this juicy content? Yep. <laughs> All Jason's right. ready. I'm ready. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look at that delicious food. Okay. All right. I'm going to play it. We're making movies right now because of us. Because they believe in us and what we're doing. I'm on the phone with every studio at night. Insurance companies. Producers! And they're looking at us and using us to make their movies. We are creating thousands of jobs, you I don't ever want to see it again. Ever. And if you don't do it, you're fired. And if I see you do it again, you're gone. And if anyone on this crew does it, that's it. And you too, and you too, and you. That's it. No apologies. You can tell it to the people that are losing their homes because our industry is shut down. It's not going to put food on their table or pay for their college education. That's what I sleep with every night. I am not shutting this movie down! Is it understood? If I see it again, you're gone. And so are you. So you're going to cost him his job. And I see it on the set, you're gone. And you're gone. That's it. Am I clear? Do you understand what I want? Do you understand the responsibility that you have? Because I will deal with your reason. And if you can't be reasonable, and I can't deal with your logic, you're fired. That's it. That is it. 
trust you guys to be here. And that is it. <laughs> that is it. That if, that is it. A, if that wasn't a mouthful, <laughs> I don't know what is. You know what makes me laugh now that hey, I listen you know, to you know, it again? You know what's a mouthful? That's a mouthful. What <laughs> makes me laugh listening to it again is he sounds like me because he's got a mask on his face. <laughs> he's just super intense. <laughs> Oh God! You know, like it's like my gosh, man. That's what I go to sleep at night. Future <laughs> of this fucking industry. <laughs> oh my gosh, guy. So uh, when I first heard it, I actually understand from a certain point of view where he's coming from, as far as an executive producer. Um, mm-hmm. It's no secret that the Mission Impossible movies are his babies. He finances them. Um, So when the pandemic began, they had to shut down production, of course. And then in order to resume production, they had to do these protocols. So, haha, ghost protocol. (laughs) So, COVID (laughs) protocol. That's that's what Mission Impossible 7 should be called. Is it 6 and 7 now or 7 and 8? Jeez, Louise. It's like 22 COVID protocol, something like that. um, Mission Impossible 19, COVID. So know. he did. Um, he did yeah, seven. finance uh, for a cruise ship, seven hundred about I think seven hundred fifty thousand dollars for a cruise mm-hmm. ship, just for the cast and crew, so they could live in a bubble, so they could continue production. So yep. what I what I I don't want to say like necessarily, but what I get from what he's talking about is he's not necessarily talking about the money. He's not necessarily talking about himself in a sense that look at me, but he's like, what he's really saying is that he doesn't want production to shut down because it'll affect, I mean, he'll be fine. There's no question, but it'll affect everyone's jobs. Basically the middleman, you know, the, the crew, you know, and all the people that, you know, that are working on it. And that even like Hollywood, basically, because I, I'm not sure if they're, Currently, I don't think they're filming in the U.S. right now. They're still um, overseas, uh, I think. Yeah, overseas. Yeah, they're overseas filming. right now. Yeah, yeah. They're filming in Europe. So, you know, the fact that they're able to, uh, granted, you know, all the, it's different over there, but the fact that they still have these protocols to follow, you know, <laughs> they don't want to get shut down. So, but yeah, the whole yelling and the cursing, that definitely is not, is not, you know... <laughs> Not good at all. And well, go ahead, Pinhead. There's a way to talk to people, right? There's a way to to be. You, you, they always talk about professionalism, and it was when I was in film school, it was hammered in our head. Be professional, no matter what. Don't do that. Don't lose your cool. Be professional. Don't like when I was in film school, the Christian Bale incident happened, and they told us, do not do that at any cost you let the higher-ups get involved and you stay out of the way you don't lose your cool like that there's a way to talk to people Um, imagine what job imagine if someone came in our job and came in like our boss came in and started doing that a lot of people would be clocking out and a lot of people would be clocking him out You, you, you there's there's a way to talk to people i understand he's under the gun I understand that he's under pressure. He, 
he puts the lion's share in next to the studio and he takes the lion's share in second to the studio. But like I said, there's a way to talk to people. And furthermore, <clears throat> if I, I would be remiss if I didn't say, let's not forget Tom Cruise is, and this isn't a secret by any means. We all know this. Kuya, Jester, Michael, we all know this. Everybody listening to this around the world, Tom Cruise has been a noted diva. He's a bigger diva than Jester. He's a bigger diva than <laughs> Mariah Carey. He's a bigger diva than Mariah Carey. So for this behavior to be a shock to certain people should not be because he's been a diva for years. So don't be surprised by this guy because the ego and the diva mentality has been here for decades. This should not be a surprise. Yeah, I um, I think I agree with Mike a lot on I understand why. You know, he's probably, well, not probably. He is very, very stressed out. He's got a lot of responsibility, I'm sure, especially in the film industry. The, uh, um, I don't even know what the OSHA of, it would be OSHA, right? That's overseeing all that. I'm sure that they're breathing down the, the industry's neck to make sure that they're following COVID protocols and stuff like that. But to, to Pinhead's point, there is a way to be a boss and, and speak to people. And, you know, this incident was probably the straw that broke the camel's back. I doubt this was an incident where like, it's the first yeah, be, time. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, the incident, according to the report, was that uh, two employees who were wearing their masks were standing within two meters of each other. And that's why he blew up. And I was going to say, not to interrupt you, in his defense, I was going to say before I forgot this, you're right. It has to be the straw that broke the camel's back because no, not even him, nobody flies off the handle like that on the first time like this is something that's been building up this is a mental health issue that's been building up for for weeks months since they've been doing this no one no no right-minded person over one incident i don't care this is we, we no one no one flies off the handle like that over at one incident so with that said i think the appropriate take would to be have his group meeting like he did and instead of berating and screaming at everybody say exactly what he said in a meeting manner a very professional tone right and said, hey man i'm really sorry to say this but i cannot cut any more slack if i see this again i will make i will just fire you and it, I'll just, I'll pull you aside and I'll say, Hey man, you're done. I'm sorry. You got to go. Like, I can't yep. make, uh, you know, I can't make exceptions anymore. This is what I got to do. And then, yep. but he didn't, he didn't need to yell. I feel like when you get to that point where you scream, I've lost respect for you. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. like it, it, could, it doesn't even matter what you're saying. I just instantly lose respect for you as a human being and, and or not as a human being, but I lose respect in your ability to command. That's what I mean to say. So not, not only that, the screaming, you could have pulled those two aside somewhere and had a private conversation about it instead of admonishing them 
in front right. of the entire cast and crew. You don't do that. That's yeah. unprofessional and that's that's embarrassing, not only to them, but you should be ashamed of yourself, embarrassed on your own. That you, that you, you don't do that. There's a professional way and there's a human way of doing it. I'm a piece of shit and I wouldn't have done that if I had a horror movie that I was working on and I someone frustrated me. You know what? I'm a piece of fucking garbage, but you better believe I wouldn't do that. I would pull that person to the side away from everybody else on the set as a professional. And I would say, look, one more time. I know you, I know we are trying to learn these new things in a new way, but you do this again and you're out because you're risking other people's lives. You're out. That's it. You don't make a production out of it in front of the entire cast and crew and go, you're out. If you don't listen to this, I'll rape your family. I'll destroy you. I'll do, you don't do that. You just don't do it. There's a professional way of handling things. And that's all there is to it. Yeah. yeah. So it also mentions here um, in October, uh, he and the director, Christopher McQuarrie, had to speak to, so 52 days, uh, days after 12 people on set in Italy were said to have tested positive, up to 150 extras were told not to come in to shoot scenes in Venice as health chiefs traced contacts of those who had tested positive. And then, um, yeah, so they had, they've had like several delays mm -hmm. and then, yeah, he paid 500,000 pounds for an old cruise ship for the cast and crew to isolate on. And then it does mention here, it says, a source said, this is still the same article from The Sun, Tom has taken it upon himself along with the health and safety department to try to force the safety precautions with a view to keeping the film running. He does daily rounds to make sure that everything is set up appropriately, that people are behaving and working as safely as they can. He is very proactive when it comes to safety. And then they added, everyone was wearing masks. It was purely that these people were standing under a meter away from each other. It isn't known whether he saw those guys breaking the rules before or whether this was the straw that broke the camel's back as it has been, uh, or as um, Jester, did you mention that? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Yep. And then that night uh, when this leak happened uh, on Twitter, uh, as soon as Twitter got word, uh, Christian Bale was trending because people remembered when Christian Bale, <laughs> I, and of course. You know, granted Christian Bale, you know, blew off for a very different reason, you know, but it reminded them of that was the last big outbreak, uh, celebrity outbreak that, that, you know, we were at least, that at least went like viral. And in those days, that was what, 2009, I want to say. Yeah, they were yeah, filming, yeah. So, the most. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just it's sad to hear them. That was the ugly face of Tom Cruise, I'm telling you. Like, uh, <laughs> right. And I Yeah, go ahead. When you, when you when you like I said, when you get to that point, you have to take a step back. Because I will say in Tom Cruise's defense. The Christian Bale situation, I could understand where Tom Cruise is coming from. Mm -hmm. Christian Bale was just being a baby. Like, he yeah. really was. 
the guy just i understand you're trying to be a character like you're you're in the but you were being a baby i could kind of see where tom cruise is coming from but like i said there's a way to talk to people professionally and as a human being and that's all there is to it yeah it's it's uh it's sad what um covid's been doing to literally everybody it really is you know? you, you you got that right jester it's uh it's very sad yeah yeah so an update um from myfox8.com um it says tom cruise wraps mission impossible production early after rant over covid19 protocols so they uh they took an earlier than planned christmas break uh, after of course that incident and then, um, yeah, so they're, they're, they shut down production early for the Christmas break, and then they'll probably resume right uh, after that. So, hmm. yeah, and I, I do remember reading somewhere, I just can't seem to find it, that five crew members walked off the set. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that too. Like, they walked off. They, like, hmm. they had it. Right. But, yeah, all over Twitter, you had people – uh, mostly from what I saw reacting to they were actually surprised that they were agreeing with the way that he was you know uh, ang- what, what he was angry about is because people weren't taking things seriously you know because, and someone yeah. even said like uh, Broadway right now is completely shut down the fact that these people are able to work and make movies is something that shouldn't be taken for granted you know yeah. so yeah, but at what cost? Like those those five that walked off. I mean, they had right. hit their limit, you know. Right, right. But then again, as as you said, like you know, it it, it just doesn't like no one just flips off like that, you know. Yeah, it, it, it should exactly, have been, right. It have been that that, that that's built up, and that that's a mental health issue, or it's built up and or both. Right. Because, because, it, buddy, a, because Tom, I'm telling you, if you flipped off, flipped out about that, you would have flipped out at the guy in front of me in Walmart because his mask <laughs> was completely down. You probably would have swung on it. So I did. It's just a way to handle it. I mean, I, go I, ahead, I, I'm sorry. I, no, no. In in that sense, right? Like I'm thinking of it as an as him as an executive producer. Like again, he 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 was talking about it as 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 a fact that like. You know, he did all the precautions, all the all the things that he needed to do to protect everyone. Right? Uh, I understand where 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 you guys are saying like he should have done it in a professional kind of way, but sometimes, you know, sometimes it's a bit much. Like, how many how many times have we fucking told people in America since since uh, what February, M- March or something, wear your goddamn masks? So to, so to that point, Kuya, like, I agree. And that's why I said, like, I know. there, there I, are no more warnings. You're fired. And, yeah. like, you can either take my tone as, like, I'm, I'm not being serious. Yeah. But I guarantee you let one of them go, everyone straights up. But, but I, yeah. I, again, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it in, in his perspective in the sense that he's then an executive producer. I'm sure the government uh, you know, in Italy are probably giving him shit. Oh yeah, for 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 you know having for filming this and the, it it might cause a, another pandemic or another outbreak or whatever, and you know and and it's costing them a shitload of money for you know the studios are giving him you know giving him a a rundown of like things that needs to be done. I I can understand the the level of stress that he's going to be in, 
I, I agree with you guys that he could have done it in the in the you know in the more professional way, but sometimes again it, it's a bit much. E- even even the the guy with the coolest head, even the guy with the best professionalism, or the most professional out of everybody, you know it it can catch up to you, and you, you have you have that one fucking bad day, and everybody's recording it. Yeah, yeah. And no. I see what you're saying, Kuya, but at the same time, too, to to end off. He knew the risks he was taking. Oh yeah, no, no, so, I, I agree. No, I agree. I, I'm not. I'm that's not trying the to, movie uh, business. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to defend him at all. I'm just saying, like you know, in in his perspective, like you know, as as an executive producer, not not the actor, not the, not you know, no whatever. He as the money, because because the, the you know, if if there's any fines, if there's any sort of issues that that you know, that that come up, like if there's hospital hospitalizations or if it's if there's infections, if there's an outbreak. It's gonna be his money that's gonna be involved oh, in I it. I get that. So, so he, he, you know, for him, he he's pressured already. So, but again, the outburst was funny. I, I thought it was ridiculous because the the fucking guy is five foot three, and for him to yell like you know, it it, it sounds like a Napoleonic complex. <laughs> like you know, pin, Pinhead, pin, Pinhead has you know, Pinhead is absolutely right that he's a diva. You know, he he wants cinematographers and cameramen. To shoot it at an angle so he looks taller than his leading ladies. Yep. You guys, you guys know that. Yep. He stands on, stands on a box. No, and and that's it's ridiculous on, on how fucking you know whatever. I I enjoy all of the Mission Impossible movies. I'm gonna watch this one because it's, it's for me it's, it's hilarious. You We're know, all it, gonna watch it. But you know, it, oh, as, yeah. as soon as we see the the movie, it's gonna be like, oh, hey, remember that time when he fucking blew up on the people here. Oh yeah, well, but we're gonna is... try and look for what scene in the movie. Yeah, Where's but 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 look at it. But look at his what, action what, right here. Yeah, but but yeah. look at his fucking action right here. It's amazing. Look at that. He he broke his fucking you know left nut you know, on this one, like trying 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 to jump uh, you know the cruise ship into into the the, the dock in Venice. It's amazing. So you know, I, I, for for me, it it when I first heard it, I was laughing. I was laughing my ass off just because. I, I know his stature. He's small. He's short. He's like Kevin Hart. And for, for him to be like, man, 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 man. Yeah, I was about no, to say no, he, he's, he's as tall as Kevin Hart. Like he's 5'4, five, 5'3. Five, Let's ask Google. So he's, he's short, bro. Like I'm, I'm not even joking. Google is wrong with this one. Hey, Kevin Hart is 5'4. Yeah. Let's see Tom Cruise. He's, they're going to say he's 5'7, but he's not. I, I'm going to guarantee. <laughs> I I see there you go. He's five four, bro. <laughs> They're the same height. But I, again, you know, <laughs> it's funny. It's funny to me. I hope everybody's okay in that one. I look forward to the ne- that Mission Impossible movie, like everybody else. And and then sooner or later, everybody's gonna be just like, "Hey, remember that one time?" You know, they're gonna they're just gonna yeah. laugh it off. So. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, we shall see what happens. I'm definitely yeah. looking forward to it. Alrighty, moving on to. Johnny Depp was blocked oh. from Jack Sparrow Return. Really? The good old Captain Jack right there in my background. Um, this is from ScreenRant.com. So Disney blocked Johnny Depp's Pirates of the Caribbean Return. A report suggests Disney even refused to entertain the idea of Johnny Depp appearing in a cameo in the next Pirates of the Caribbean movie. So that next Pirates of the Caribbean reboot, as they're calling it, uh, that movie is supposed to star Margot Robbie as the new lead. So we've got a 
Margot Robbie as the new lead of the Pirates of the Caribbean movie. So this is uh, this is posted four days ago. So uh, it says, yeah, Disney refused to even entertain the idea that Johnny Depp could even appear as a cameo. Um, uh, let's see. In the original Pirates of the Caribbean, it earned him an Academy Award nomination and leading to mm -hmm. a starring role in all four sequels. And of course, Depp went on to become one of the highest earning stars of the early 2000s and 2010s. And then he also appeared in the Disney movies, um, Alice in Wonderland. There's two of them that they did. Mm -hmm. And hmm. then, of course, over the years, uh, the actor has been through a number of personal battles and a public lawsuit against a British tabloid, which called him a wife beater, quote unquote, ended in an embarrassing loss for Depp. As a result, the actor was removed from his most recent franchise gig playing the dark wizard, wizard Grindelwald in the Fantastic Beast series. But he was still paid 16 million for his week of work on the movie. His removal from the wizarding movies follows reports that he wouldn't be returning for the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise for an upcoming sixth installment. Instead, Disney is pursuing a reboot, of course, yeah, with, which, with, which I mentioned, um, starring Margot Robbie. So yeah, that, now the report released by T, uh, The Hollywood <coughs> Reporter reveals Disney blocked the return, citing producer Jerry Bruckheimer's desire to include Depp in the next Pirates of the Caribbean movie even if just in a cameo role to hand over the reins of the franchise to Robbie. The report says Disney balked, refusing to entertain the idea due to the reputation risk it would pose for the family-friendly media giant. The revelation indicates Depp's time as Jack Sparrow is well and truly over, confirming Robbie's movie is an attempt to take the franchise in a new direction. You can read the relevant paragraph from the extensive report below. So yeah, there's pretty much it's pretty much the uh, same thing. So yeah, um, I don't know, man. That doesn't really sad. It's horrible, and I don't <laughs> think those sequels are gonna do any good either. People, like I, was I like not. they're gonna sink into like, the sea like the lost city of Atlantis. I know, and like I like Robbie a lot. <laughs> She's a great actress, and then for her she just is. to be on. An explosive piece of dynamite's a bummer. There's only one Pirates of the Caribbean character that everybody wants to watch. Exactly. That's what that's what made Captain it huge, man. Jack motherfucking Sparrow. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. That first entrance, that entrance that he did in, in the very beginning, this where he was in, in, the, in the little tugboat. Yeah. Yeah. And he's he's like all proud and proud and proud, and all of a sudden his oh. fucking boat was sinking. And it was absolutely <laughs> perfect into the dock. For me, that was the best entrance of, of any fucking character I've ever seen just because of the fact it was amazing. Yeah. Because he was like, I'm the captain. Shit. Right? But no nobody nobody's uh, nobody else can 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 portray him. Like, or 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 any sort of character that would that could replace him that in that sense. And and I hate I hate the fact that that fucking what's her name is still working as as uh, Mira Queen uh, Queen Amber Mira. Heard. Amber yeah. Heard. Yep. It's like if, if it you know if, if the lawsuits uh, hurt uh, Johnny Depp, it should hurt her too. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what should. I don't. That's, that's, that's what I don't that understand. That, that's what I don't, I don't like, understand. Like, what's what's going on? Like, okay, you can't prove what he said is true. You can't prove what she said is true either. So if we're gonna do that, then let's have a complete crossfire where she's done and he's done. 
Right. There should be no reason why he loses everything and she gets thrown up into the sky or vice versa. Just kill them both. And, I don't but have you're any- not going to do that because he's a man and he's a big bad wolf and it's just automatic. It's automatic. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He, she could have cut his dick off and fed it to him in his applesauce. Doesn't matter. He 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 provoked her. He provoked her. This is getting old, and it's ridiculous. They should both be penalized. If 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 you if you're not if you don't want to be a hypocrite, they should both be penalized. Then, otherwise, you're a complete and utter hypocrite. Especially with the amount of dirt on Amber Heard. I mean, she's exactly. got a lot of crap exactly. that that uh, she shit on his bed. I know that yeah. that alone that alone should you should, should That's not. That's why they put... call her Amber Turd. That, that, you know, that, that alone, that, and... that alone, even even if it's like hearsay, even if it's a rumor, that alone should disqualify you from being part of fucking Aquaman two, or any <laughs> fucking movie. Yeah, and period. Warner Brothers has been quiet about that. I know, and and I and I'm Not totally a... disappointed. I'm highly disappointed oh, with Warner my. Brothers. Yeah, because you know, Warner yeah. Brothers should know better than that. If I'm not mistaken, the petition for to remove her from Aquaman two has reached like. I don't know if it was like over Millions. a million signatures already. It's over a million oh, now, I think. I, yeah. I thought it was almost at two million right now. Last yeah, I checked. Honestly, yeah. yeah. So I mean, like Queen Queen Mira in 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 the world of Aquaman is this much. And ladies and gentlemen, the sad so. part about it is she'll be brought up again in this podcast. <laughs> and you'll and you'll understand why once we get because it just it just blows my mind. But you'll understand why when we get down to the line, because she mm. will be brought up again. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So there's also this guy that I know. He he's very pro Disney. Loves everything Disney. Oh, uh, um, get fucking yeah. out of here. And also pro like Marvel MCU. Love the stuff. Perfection. Um. So get the fuck out uh, of here with here perfection. Go. Captain Marvel is perfect. When sure everything 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 is perfect. Here um, we go. When I um, I posted about. Uh, I'm pretty sure I posted about. Oh yeah, I posted about uh, HBO Max, um, streaming Wonder Woman, uh, director HBO Max, all that stuff. And then. The uh the, the news broke out that the 2021, Warner Brothers movies are going straight day and date to HBO Max, and you can see them in the theaters. You can now also see them in HBO Max for no additional cost. And then he went on a tangent and said, oh, uh, Warner Brothers loves supporting uh, or supporting um, uh, spousal abusers. So he was referring to Amber Heard. So he was on this whole rant that he was basically um, boycotting Warner Brothers for what they're doing to Amber Heard, like all the other Warner Brothers movies, which doesn't make sense, right? You, if you had something against a specific actor in this case, you would only boycott her, her stuff. The, the person, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. if, if she's in a movie or she's in a show, right? But he's like, oh, yeah. all Warner Brothers. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. So, so you're now, boycotting Dune because he, he, yeah, exactly. Because he, he's, he's in full support of Johnny Depp. But now that this Disney thing came out and they're blocking Johnny Depp. What did quiet. he say? He's been quiet. I don't know. Oh, maybe, you should you should fucking call uh, him out. Maybe I should forward it to him. Maybe you should forward hey, it to him and be like, "What do you no, think?" No, forward, forward to now? him at 
at uh, at me and at uh, you know Pinhead and uh, like, your bitch that. ass is silent now. You're sitting there like a baby sucking your thumb now because your hero did the same thing. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Because <laughs> I mean, we, we gotta uh, hold everyone accountable, right? Even these large exactly. Studios. I mean, when they do right, hey, you guys did great. Disney yeah. doing uh, the Mandalorian, Lucasfilm, great stuff. But with this one with Johnny Depp and like blocking him, like that's not cool. So yeah, you know, it, it's gonna oh, kill yeah. the it's gonna kill that franchise. You know. That's, yeah. that's the end of that franchise. It really will. Pretty much. Like the franchise was already sinking somewhat with him. Uh, you take him out of the equation completely, it's going to whoop. Yep. You can call it Chernobyl. And, and that's what a lot of people were also saying that they should just end it. They should not even try to reboot it or exactly. you know, end it. So just, just, just do an offshoot of something. They don't, don't call it Pirates of the Caribbean because everybody knows. Like in in the in the realm of those movies, Jack Sparrow is is you know the the person in the Pirates of the Caribbean, right? Just put just call it pirates, call, call it something, call it whatever, right? Exactly. Yeah, I still really don't do well though because the foundation had was like the center of attention was Johnny. I just yeah. that's why I don't think it's gonna do well. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's gonna yeah, and it got ruined by that fucking dumbass love story that like nobody cared about. That's what I hate about that franchise is that that love story between uh, um, Elizabeth Turner, yeah, or Elizabeth Swan and Will Swan, Swan and Turner. That yeah. actually worked. I think it worked. Yeah, I was gonna say. I thought that uh, was fun. Mm. Yeah, it was, it was about Jack Sparrow, man. Yeah, but then you start off with the story of the kids in the boat in the ship. That's where they first met. Before we even meet Jack Sparrow, I know, but it's all about Jack Sparrow, like I said. I think he was holding them together. Sure, the story. Yeah. So you drank all my rum. What, what happened to my rum? Why is the rum gone? <laughs> <laughs> you burned it all. Burn rum. <laughs> yeah, that. I oh can't, god, I can't, I, 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 I can't picture anybody else fucking doing anything like that, dude. That first film, I never got to see it in the theater, but I did see it on DVD. Um, a, a classmate of mine, we Same. were in a. We were in a video broadcast class, and he showed it to me, and I was blown away. I was like, "This Amazing. is this is awesome!" So ever since the the second and the third, and every all the other sequels, like I always watched in the theater. So I, I looked forward to, like when it first came out. I looked forward to it because it, that was my favorite ride in uh, in fucking Disneyland. It was Pirates of the Caribbean. Right. I, I I would risk like waiting two hours, three hours. I didn't give a shit. You know, like you know, people can have Splash Mountain, can they can have uh you know, uh th- you know Thunder Mountain Railroad and all that stuff, and, and, and Indiana Jones and Space Mountain. They can have all that. I want Pirates of the Caribbean. Like I, I I'll ride it like out every single time. So it was it was. I don't know. This is this is like. It's sad. It's sad for me. Uh, this is like a, a sad uh, thing. Hopefully, they, they change their mind or, or it not just not do any more reboots <laughs> about it. Well, that's so. not going to happen. We yeah. shall see. We shall wait and see. All righty. So moving on, this one is from the HollywoodReporter.com. Uh, the original Boba Fett, Jeremy Bullock, has passed away from uh, health complications. Um. And he was living for several years with Parkinson's disease. So he was 75 years old. And uh, wow. so he died Thursday uh, in England. So 
Yeah. RIP. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but from from everyone that I saw like uh, posting about him, they got to meet him at cons, and even uh, Daniel Logan, who played young Boba Fett, um, and other like even Mark Hamill tweeted about him. Like he was absolutely great. Um, of course, he made he played Boba Fett in The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Uh, so he really made that character like popular and it was quite fitting that you know he passed that's true um just what a few weeks after like boba fett made his official uh entrance again return to the mandalorian so uh rest in peace jeremy bullock yeah moving on we've got uh pinhead who's going to be talking about the stand premiere go ahead pinhead so, the stand premiered on CBS All Access this Thursday. I'm thinking, from what I'm seeing, it's going to be every Thursday. I was hoping that would have, like the original one back in 94 when I was a kid, they were going to do it on the major days. So, Thursday, you can't do it on Friday or Saturday because no one's watching. And Sunday football's there, so you would put it on Sunday. But they're not doing that. They're doing it every Thursday, which is fine. But so far, the first episode has been – it's hard because the first episode, they take every – they take huge chunks of the book out and throw it in the garbage. I understand that for adaptations, you're not going to get – every single thing but so far right off the bat the 1994 version of the stand has been better so far because they didn't they didn't take large chunks of the book out and kick them in the garbage and the parts of the books that the parts of the book that they did keep in they they've changed it completely like uh for example there's a there's this great thing that happens with a character named Franny in here. And she has a, she has a conversation with her mother about having a baby. And it's a, it's, it's initially about a woman's right to choose and what she's going to do with the baby. That that's completely gutted out and thrown out. And now Franny's a completely, she's a spoiled little brat. And there's just, there's just Cyclops is now, like a major part of the book or a major part of the series, James Marsden is Stu Redman and he is absolutely wooden. I mean, you could have got a box of shoes that was better than this. The acting is subpar. The writing is trash. And I'm trying very very hard not to get mad about it because this is only the first episode but so far we're not off to a good start I mean this is bad and that brings me to what I said earlier I know further down the line they've really screwed some of the characters up Amber Heard she will be in this she will be another major character Nadine Cross um the decision to turn Larry Underwood black. That's a problem for me because in the book, normally I wouldn't care 
because I'm all for diversity and getting getting roles out there. But in this instance, it, it, it's, it was a stupid idea because Larry being white, there's a significance in the book. So I'm not going to go into that because to spoil it, but there's a reason why Larry's white and it's, just, it's, 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 it's significant in the book. And they just, they throw that out. So we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm calling it now. I will say this right now. I can guarantee it. By the end of this, by the end of this series, the two highlights will be Whoopi Goldberg as Sister Abigail. And the other highlight will be J. Jonah Jamerson's cameo in the stand, you know. The man, J.K. Simmons, is in there. That's those are the two highlights that'll have been throughout this whole series. It, it's 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 not looking good. It's not looking good at all. For you Stan fans who really appreciate that this is Stephen King's masterpiece, if you agree with me, like I, I think this is Stephen King's masterpiece, you're not gonna be happy. It, it, it's going to be a long haul. I can, it's, it's, it's not going to be any Mandalorian. It's, it's, it's going to be very difficult to get through. So it, it's bad. My grandmother is an expert on this because she read it multiple times and she, she, she's not even liking it. So are you going to try to do the, the, the three episode thing or get, give a go? I'm going through the, I'm going to give, I'm going to go through the whole thing. I, I have to. I'm not even if even if I know that the next two episodes are trash, I I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go through it okay. because I love the stand so much. I have to know. I just I have to see it. So I, I'm gonna go through the whole thing. It's not even even if it's trash, I'm gonna go through the whole thing. Okay. So that's my that that's my uh, pre-review on the stand. I. We may get more, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, it's not looking good, folks. It's not looking good at all. So we'll see what happens. All righty. So next up, we've got from CBR.com, uh, Yu Yu Hakusho, as it's known here. I know it as Ghost Fighter. Uh, so Netflix announced a live action series based on the classic manga. So uh, I watched this cartoon series in the Philippines. It was dubbed in Tagalog and my classmates and I would watch it and everyone loved it. So it'll be interesting to see them adapt it as live action. So Annex on Netflix, the Twitter account, an official Netflix Twitter account, um, they posted it and it said basically the, uh, a brief description of the story. It says, when Yusuke dies saving another's life, he'll embark on a journey across the world of, world of humans, spirits, and demons to return to the land of the living. So Yoshihiro Togashi's legendary manga, Yu Yu Hakusho, will be a live-action series on Netflix. So they are closely working um, with uh, Akira Mori, producing for Robot Communication, so it's a Japanese company. If I'm not mistaken, they're I think they own the um, Netflix content's acquisition director. Kazu Kazutaka Sakamoto will executive produce the project with Akira Mori. So it looks like they're going to be 
producing it, and hopefully they'll be um, taking their time. I'm uh, I'm a little worried. I was uh, gonna say I'm interested on your opinion because you're the anime uh, guru. This is probably one of the best, if not the best, uh, anime. Like when it comes to to when when you talk to anime fans and when it comes to action, like shonen animes, Yu Yu Hakusho is always in their top five. Right, uh, you know, Full Metal Al- Alchemist Brotherhood, um, uh, you know, uh, Hunter Hunter, all, all these th- all these things, um, all of the beloved animes that that you've seen, uh, Yu Yu Hakusho did it before. Mm-hmm. The like any sort of tournament, any sort of tournament animes that you've seen in the in in the recently things, they got it from um, they got it from Yu Yu Hakusho because the Dark Tournament is one of the best um, stories uh, story arcs ever created for them. Um, I'm worried because they didn't do a good job with Death Note Netflix. I'm talking about Netflix. Um, Death Note was a great anime. They it didn't translate very well. Um, they tried Full Metal Alchemist, the 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 kid version, not not the Brotherhood one. It, it was okay. I, I I didn't mind it when I saw it. It was fine. Um, Bleach well, it wasn't too bad at all. <laughs> so when they did, when they did Bleach, it wasn't too bad. I'm a little worried and I'm a little scared because I love 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 this anime. This is, this is an anime that if I'm bored with other animes, if it's too many fillers or anything like that, I go back to this f- fucking anime and I watch it again. And, and my love for anime uh, grows again because of, because of this, uh, because of this anime, you know, um, Yusuke Yurameshi, he's a, he's one of those delinquent kids in, in Japan that like, you know, that, that always gets into fights, all, all of these things, but he has that, this heart of gold. So the reason the reason he he became a ghost detective in, in in this story was because you know he was you know he was he was cutting class he was being a badass he was whatever whatever but he saved the kid he saved the kid's life because you no know, no no you know he the the kid was going to get run over by a car so he pushed the kid away and he died in the process so that's basically what uh what it entailed so the the friends that he has in in Mike's background right there, um, Kuwabara, the guy with the sword, that's his best friend. Kurama, the guy in the with the red head, he's uh, he's a demon. So is uh, Hiei, uh, the little short guy. Hiei is basically what Vegeta is to Goku, like a, an adversary, a lancer, uh, somebody who who always wants to be the best at anything, but is always the lead guy that's always the best. Right, so Yusuke is Goku, whatever, whatever. Again, the Dark Tournament uh, story arc, I would put, I would put it up against any anime uh, ever created, and I would, I would let you know, and I would, you know, see. I will tell you guys, you guys are will be more entertained with that than um, than what uh, than those uh, the other animes and stuff. So, I'm, I'm yes, sir. If you will, can you tell us where we can find this? Um, Yu Yu Hakusho is in Crunchyroll. It's in Hulu. 
Um, I, I don't think it's in Netflix anymore because they took it out, but it could be Netflix, but, but uh, Hulu, I'm guaranteed it's there because uh, that's where I watch it. Um, it's a little annoying in the Japanese version just because Yurameshi's uh, uh, voice is a little too high-pitched for me. The English version is amazing. So if you want to just listen to it dubbed, it's fine. You will, uh, you'll actually love it. So, Mike Mike said that it got translated to Tagalog in, in the Philippines, and everybody loves it as Ghost Fighters. You know, they have different names, didn't they? Like they had, they had Dennis and and Steve or <laughs> something. Yeah, yeah, that's why. Like, I'm I'm I was really surprised because they made Funko Pops of them. Oh yeah, I got most of them. And yeah. their names are different. It's not the English names, like yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh, again, like everybody, you know, everybody has their favorite characters in there. My favorite character is a side character. And and you you'll understand why, uh, Pinhead, if you ever get a chance to see it, like you'll know who that, that my favorite character is. Okay. Just just by looking at that that character. You're yeah. gonna be like, yeah, that's this is Kuya's favorite character, definitely, hundred percent. And then <laughs> if, if you end, if you end up watching it, let me know, like uh, in the in a private message, who who you think it was, and then then I'll let you know, because right. because it's it's absolutely it, again I, I can't say anything uh, bad about it. Um, another anime that he, that uh, Togashi created was Hunter Hunter, which is his like um. Kind of like his return to greatness because uh, he he stopped doing the he stopped doing uh, Yu Yu Hakusho uh, after a couple of uh, a couple of seasons and stuff. So he did Hunter Hunter, and that that's another another amazing anime that he did. So it's a completely different completely different um, story arc or way way of things, but same same uh, fa- same thread. So you'll you'll understand. If you're if you're a fan of Togashi, you you will you will definitely love Hunter Hunter. So cool. that's it. That's my that piece sucks. on it. Cool. All right. Yeah. Hopefully, we will get more updates as they uh, when they announce the cast and when they start production and all that stuff. Hopefully, so they do they do well. Moving so. on. Yeah, we shall see. Uh, so this one's from Uprocks.com. So uh, Johnny Knoxville and Steve O. They're uh, filming Jackass 4. And uh, in day two of uh, production, they've already been hospitalized. (laughs) (laughs) Of course they have. So I remember um, when Jackass dropped, my brother and I loved watching Mm -hmm. it. And the first movie specifically, I remember the first movie. And that was just the funniest shit I've ever seen. Like, and it was, some of it was downright stupid, but I mean, yeah. it's not me getting hurt. It's some other jackals. <laughs> so it was, I even remember like my dad, like we were watching it with my dad and my dad was just like laughing. And it was like some great memories just to like see and hear my dad laugh. So, you know, um, so yeah, it says here, it's been 10 years since Jackass 3D. I don't, I haven't even seen that one. Um, it's the, funny. You like Daredevil it. stunt team's like third cinematic masterpiece. And at the time, the gang was already getting up in years. In fact, the threequel was something like a farewell to them, utterly destroying their bodies in inventively foolhardy ways. Yet here mm-hmm. they are, two days into filming, their long threat, 
threatened Jackass 4. According to Cinema Blend, Johnny Knoxville, age 49, and Steve-O, age 46, have already Jeez. been hospitalized. The news oh, was broken by Bam Margera, who's only 41, on his website, only. Uh, in a video recorded <laughs> in the hospital waiting room, Margera said Knoxville and Steve-O got hurt by jumping on a full-speed treadmill with band equipment. And by band equipment, he meant, a quote, a fucking tuba, <laughs> But the injuries didn't seem to get Margera down. He flashed a devil sign gesture and said, rock and roll, then showed off some scars he'd received in what is presumably another non-tuba-related stunt. So this is far from the first time any of the Jackass team whose original show debuted on MTV 20 years ago this past October have really Ooh. hurt themselves. It would almost be a letdown if someone didn't get hospitalized. Of course, really? inj injuring yourself in a tuba treadmill incident is a bit different when you're in your 20s than it is when you're <laughs> pushing half a century as Knoxville's. <laughs> Still, Tom Cruise almost kills himself to entertain us, and he's nearing 60. Maybe they should team up. Although surely even Johnny Knoxville knows enough not to put his life in the hands of Elon Musk. Because apparently, Tom Cruise is going to team up with Elon Musk to film a movie in space. So, there you go. Not only uh, that, Tom Cruise would get sick of this shit real quick. You'd see him explode way more than what you saw him do on that set now. I so. sleep with every night. The future of this fucking industry. Who brought these pieces of garbage on my set? Nutshot. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, I, I I I was gonna say that they were they're, they're getting too old for this shit, but then I you know I remember them. I'm like, you know what? They don't care. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I, exactly. I, I, I'm I, I'm definitely like weirded out because of the fact that um, uh, both of them went to rehab for. <laughs> yeah, and, and they're I, I think they're sober, right? Aren't aren't they sober? Yeah, now? they are both sober. So. Yeah. Most of the time, like when they're doing these stunts, they're either fucking high, uh, drug drugged up high, or or drunk as hell. So, so they might be relapsing soon because uh, I, I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know. I I liken it to, and you know, Kuyo get this reference, and I don't like to keep going back to the reference wrestling references, but these guys are like Mick Foley and, and Terry Funk. They just won't die. Like yep. they they beat they they take the they take the beatings. And if you don't for, know who for that the love is, of it, for the love of it, exactly. If you don't know who that is, listeners, look it up. Cactus Jack, Mick Foley, Terry Funk, these guys put their bodies on the line <laughs> and just did stupid shit just for the sheer love of it, as Kuya said. So these and they and if you recall, Kuya, you know just as well as I did. Do just like the Jackass crew, Terry Funk, especially. And Mick Foley both went into their late, late years of destroying their bodies, like into their fifties. ECW, man, fuck, that, that, so, that, was the, that was the crazy times. So yeah, so these guys doing it at forty-eight for guys like me and Kuya, it doesn't see, seem that extreme because we've seen other guys do it well into their fifties and. I know, Some but they're, but they're sober. That's the, that's my issue. I was like, fucking, how how are you guys gonna be doing this without? Oh man, they Without love their anything. craft, dude. They they love it. I listened to uh, Steve O talk 
you know, on his podcast and a couple other shows I've listened to him on, and he just loves it. He loves to just do stuff that nobody else is going to do. That fucking snapping turtle on his nipples was like the yeah. worst thing I've ever. Uh, and that's what, and that's what I was going right? to say. Right? We remember that, that one, right? Like, I that remember was, that yeah, one. And, and that's what I was going to say. These guys, even beyond the drug, they have an extremely high threshold for pain. And, and they do oh, it, and yeah. they, they just do it. Like Johnny Knoxville, like blindfolded, getting attacked by a bull. Yeah, that, for me that <laughs> was that, that was the worst the, thing. The, the naked paintball. Yeah, the know? naked paintball. God, or the bungee wedgie, dude. That one, like the bungee wedgie. Oh my god, there was blood left over, dude. But on the fire hose, the fire hose incident. Like, like we all four of us should watch like Jack, like a, a couple of Jackass movies together. Just, just, just yeah. like and do do like a live reaction That's or whatever. Oh man, for the fans, just because it's funny. Be funny. Like, like the the fact we, that that Bam Margera, this badass, like you know, skateboarder, rebel, whatever, like you know, double horn, whatever, scared of fucking snakes. Any oh, little thing that was sad. You, you throw you throw you throw a goddamn hose at him, and he, he freaked out like a baby. Like a girl. Well, that was sad. He's like, are you crying? Like, are you crying? Yeah. So. <laughs> it was kind of sad, but. Yeah, it, it's great. Like, like, like I said, I'm not shocked, even though that they're that old, because, like I said, they have a high threshold for pain. I, I hope they're, they're, you know, I hope they do well. I'm looking forward to Jackass Four. Then, like, I mean, yeah, <laughs> me too, man. I, I love them. I love them all. I love uh, Party Boy. Oh man, man. Fuck, fucking Party Boy. Oh my god, we man. I love Wee Man. Oh, oh yeah. Wee Man. Yeah, I, I just, I love the. I like the the slapstick kind of like the my one of my favorite all time bits was when uh, he's like, "Hey, bam, high five. and then this oh, the hand <laughs> just whacks him like I mean, completely clothesline, bam, you know. I'm like, this is I love this stuff. Wait, wait, wasn't he holding? Oh wait, was it some other guy was holding soup, right? Oh, he was holding like food for everybody. Like yeah, Bam yeah. got food for everybody, and it exploded when it, the gigantic hand hit him in the face. <laughs> Wasn't there one time when they were in the sporting goods store and he like got his ass kicked by Butterbean? Yeah, uh, yeah, that was Johnny Knoxville. 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 Yeah. Got, got his ass knocked. He got <laughs> clocked, like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. Like was they're, it, yeah. was it they're stupid, that, um, but they're legends. The, the worst, the worst one was um, God, I forgot. I forgot the guy's name. But uh, he pressed the the doorbell and the fucking uh, airbag blew up and hit him in the face. <laughs> and he had a concussion because everybody was laughing, oh right? It's like, what the fuck happened? And he had like a broken orbital bone. Oh, that's like, right. I, I forgot his name because like he he's Wasn't the one that always. He, no, 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 not it was not it's not done. It, it was um, he he always gets the the crap uh, the crap rolls uh, besides uh, Aaron. Besides, besides, isn't it the same guy who ate the vomit omelet? Or- oh, foul, dude! I hated that mm. part. No, the the one that that the uh, the craps on command. What's his name? Yeah, I don't remember his name. I know who you're talking about. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, it's either Aaron. Yeah, it's either Aaron that gets the worst of it, of it, or or that guy. Mike, so, what were you gonna say about Bam? Yeah, was it Bam Margera that would always attack his dad? Like I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's the he always and his uncle Vito. <laughs> Yeah, oh man, I just I love the I love it. I love the, yeah. jokes. The fact that we're recalling a lot of stuff from like 20 years ago is a testament to what they did. Like Yeah. 
Well, come on, man. Only those They're guys legends. dress up their dick like a mouse and then stick it in a, a snake cage <laughs> with with a with a live and play, snake and play oh puppeteer with a live snake so it bites it. <laughs> like, come on, man. <laughs> that, that's Pontius. That's that's Chris Pontius. Chris Pontius, you know, yeah. Yeah, he always he always wants to put his his dick somewhere. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, when you run out of stuff to do, you gotta put your dick in stuff. Yeah, but again, I God bless him. I hope I hope everything goes well. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, Good luck. Yeah. All righty. Funny Moving stuff. On, uh, the National Film Registry has Ooh. added. Uh, yeah. Uh, National Film Registry. It added a bunch of films to their um, to their registry. So I'm just loading the page here. This is from Deadline.com. I don't know why it's not loading right now. Because we're in the middle of the show, and that would be unprofessional. <laughs> well, I'm loading every page as I. <laughs> no, it's not your fault. I'm just saying that's why it's oh, so yeah, yeah. to load. <laughs> right. So I've got it here on my phone. So this is from Deadline.com. National Film Registry adds The Dark Knight, Grease, Shrek, Blues Brothers, Hurt Locker, Sweet, Sweetback, and more. So the Library of Congress has unveiled its annual list of 25 movies to make the cut for the National Film Registry. The selection this year, considered among Mer America's most influential motion pictures, includes titles such as uh, Christopher Nolan's 2008 The Dark Knight. So there you go. Christopher Nolan was probably like, win, a win. <laughs> like after his, <laughs> after his, after his big like, ass L last week. Movies should be shown in, in, in uh, movie theaters experience there first and not on small screens so yeah there's the dark knight and then you've got shrek and then grease uh the blues brothers hurt locker and then hurt locker um the joy luck club yeah, okay. yeah. amazing film yeah willies yeah, yeah. of the field for which Sidney poitier became the first african-american to win the oscar for best actor Okay, Melvin one, yeah. Van Peebles, 1971, Sweet Sweetbacks, Badass Song. Um, there's a bunch of others. So, yeah, of course, the most notable ones, uh, why I added this is, is, of course, The Dark Knight and Shrek. Um, <laughs> you know. Don't care. It's, it's worthy, man. And, and Don't care. Yeah. So, uh, Pinhead needs to check it out. So, yeah, you do. Yeah. Watch it, dude. Oh wait! Speaking of films, did you check out uh, the Incredibles? Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> I fell asleep. Oh man. <laughs> so All right. yeah. no worries. Gonna have to uh, add that for our upcoming series that I that I yeah. talked to you guys about. Oh yeah! Don't spoil the name yet until we no, do not it. Not yet. Not yet. Uh, yeah. We it when it's ready. Okay. Uh, Mike needs to see Godfather too, so that should be on the list. Oh, it, oh yeah, that's on the list. But yeah, I do want to talk about the Dark Knight because, you know, um, it. I think it still is one of the most quintessential superhero movies. Because stop, yeah, Dark Knight was two thousand eight. Stop, stop. One of the most quintessential movies it doesn't have to be superhero. It was a great movie, regardless yeah. of like. Uh, that's yeah. true. That's true. That's true. Exactly. Regardless of regardless of like whether it be a superhero movie or not, so right, like it's, it was a great movie. It's I think it's genius from start to finish. Everything is carefully it's it's well crafted. 
every line, every everything that happens works in the story and there's never a question of why is this there? Oh, because it's going to work in this next scene or it's going to come up like, you know, a, a little bit later, but it's going, it's, everything connects. Like, right. blows me away. That's... The only, the only critique that I had is fucking uh, Christian Bale's uh, Batman voice. I, I love it. I thought, where is he? I'm, 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 him I'm eating marbles right now. Where is he? Yeah, it was too forced. Yeah. Where's the soup? <laughs> yeah, that one. Like, mm, I don't that, like it. But, but everything else, him. everything else was spot on. So. Right, but I think that's also because if he spoke in his normal Bruce Wayne voice, someone would have been like Bruce. But Wayne. hey, but you know, in, in Zack Snyder's universe. There, there's a invention called the voice scrambler. Yeah, in the Telltale game, there's a voice scrambler too. But right, I'm just saying, in Christopher Nolan's world, they could have they could have had a voice scrambler somewhere. They could have, but Chris just wanted him to be. He wanted him to just oosh, like put that. It right. went with the force that he he was as Batman. That's that's how it I did. felt about there it. There you go. It did. You're and you're right. Yeah. Christian Bale is an actor. So he's got to act. Exactly. And let him act. Tall. Or he's going to be like, are you fucking blind, mate? <laughs> Stop walking on You're the You're in set. my shot. You're in my shot. here. <laughs> I don't walk back and forth when you're setting up your lights. Did, did, did you guys, when, when you guys first saw um, the Joker, did you did you see uh, what's his name in makeup or did you see the Joker? I fucking saw the Joker. I saw the Joker, man. I saw the fucking Joker. I didn't even like. I was like, "Oh shit!" Who? who wait. First of all, who's what's his name? Um, Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. Sorry. I, I, no, yeah. I saw. I saw the Joker, and I before that when they did the like when they did that promo teaser trailer where they were doing the uh, starting Light. tonight. I'm a man. <laughs> People will lie. I'm a man of my word, and you didn't see anything. I was like, "Oh shit, that's the Joker!" Like so, and by the time they revealed it, I was like, "Yeah." That, so there was no Heath just portrayed the Joker beyond yeah. anything. He was know? amazing in that one. And I know one person who was in my group who just absolutely, and he knows who he is. He listens to the podcast. He, despi <laughs> he despises Heath Ledger almost to the point where he almost got glee when he died. I'm like, you, you're taking it a little too far. <laughs> and there's a lot of people that did that. And it's unnecessary because he did something with the Joker that no one ever has done and no one ever will do. And that's what makes this film so classic on top of the immaculate directing by Christopher Nolan. And there's other, I can't stand Nolan. He's overrated. His no, best no. movie was dark Knight, And that movie sucked. Like <laughs> there's a lot of people that have that mentality. And it's, it's just like, it's a shame because if you just sat down and took away your personal bias and your hatred, you'd actually be able to see how great the film is. It's like the Man of Steel. Like, if you, if you took away your hatred for Zack Snyder, you would, Zack Snyder, you'd understand how much of a masterpiece these films are. That's instead right. of trashing them. Mike, you agree, right, Mike? 
Oh yeah, I see. I didn't even have to mention it anymore. Pinhead does it for me. <laughs> well, it's garbage. I'm tired of it. Like it's it's, it's ridiculous. I don't like it because it wasn't my head cannon. So it wasn't that's my not Christopher Reeve Superman. Superman. <laughs> that's not Christopher Reeve. Okay, well, go through the annals of history and come back to me and repeat that. So the National Registry is it is it just like you know the, do they just let uh, all the eventually all the fucking movies in or no, do they yeah, select it first? No, it's a selective process. Like they only so it's like twenty five films a year. So so, so it's like the criteria. Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel shouldn't be in that fucking registry at all. Right? <laughs> it's, not even, it's not even gonna be close, dude. I don't okay, know. I, I just wanted to make sure because Captain Karen will not make it to the National Registry. All right. So it's it's so so it's like the Criterion Collection of. Right. Okay. Okay. I got you. Okay. I got you. Because right. like yeah. you really have to be picked to be in there. So. Right. I do want to mention also, um, Heath Ledger won the uh, posthumous Oscar that year. That's right. That's right. Oh, second person to do it. Yeah. yeah ever. That's right. right. Second to my boy from Network. Yep. So all right, moving on. We got Chris Pine is going to star in a Dungeons and Dragons film. Oh no, oh. not again with the Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> yeah, well, right now we're getting there's a there's in a way a renaissance of Dungeons and Dragons um players and the game itself. Um I know they they wrote a book um with recipes like basically a Dungeons and Dragons cookbook. And one of the writers of that is uh Kyle Newman who also directed um Fanboys, which is a great film. Uh, great star, uh, love letter to Star Wars fans and Star Wars in general. So if you haven't checked that out, check out Fanboys. But yeah, he's one of the writers of that. And then there's okay, okay, yeah. a have little more promise. Have you guys checked it out? I've seen it. I I loved it. I've seen yeah. the movie. Yeah, the movie, right? The that, movie? That's the one where they, they had an argument with the Star Trek fans, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did see that. He, what's his name was not as big back then. Um, I'm trying to remember. Was it Wesley? Wesley? Not Wesley. No. Um, oh my goodness. His <laughs> he, he laughs like Rogan. Oh, Seth Rogan. Veronica Mars in it too. Yes. Yes. And I forgot her name. I just now is it just me with the Dungeons and Dungeons no. and Dragons? Is that like? After uh, Stranger Things came out, did it resonate with like the younger generation again? Did that like did, was that what really brought it home for the the kids in in school? I don't know. I don't know if that's the case or if it's that. I would say that's a factor, and you you would be correct on that gesture. But there's also I don't know how, but there's like a hidden generation that actually has been playing it like we we have someone at work that's relatively young and he knows everything about dungeons and dragons right so he could put some of the old farts who may have seen its inception to shame so it it's just, it just depends it just depends right yeah um they also released um Art and Arcana. It's a visual history. So that this was the book that came out, I think, a year or two ago um, for Dungeons and Dragons. And that was also co-written by Kyle Newman, Sam Whitwer, who a lot of you may know or 
may be familiar with as Vader's secret apprentice. He's huge on Dungeons and Dragons as well. Uh, the Big Show. He was, had, he was in show. a... Huh? The, the Big Show is a very, very devout... Really? CND I did rest. not know that. Yeah. Uh, Jason, Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa is uh, also... Oh, really? Dungeons, yeah. Joe Manganiello. Is Joe Manganiello. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah he, like, all, all of these beefy wow. motherfuckers. Yeah. Vin Diesel, too. You could add Vin Diesel in there as well. Really? But... Awesome. but you know, like growing up, right? Like my 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 attested to this. I I grew up in the Philippines and I went to school in the Catholic uh, Catholic school. We played Dungeons and Dragons there, and I almost got expelled. That's the devil. Because we we weren't supposed <laughs> to be playing. You know, we weren't supposed to be playing role playing oh, games at why. all. You were during that satanic panic shit. Yeah, it's that was the like, devil. The, it was it was crazy, but. There, there was one book that I really want to buy because of the fact that I fell in, fell in love with it because it, it tells the entire mythos of all uh, of all the the deities the the deities and demigods and, and gods and goddesses of all mythology and it, it's called uh, deities uh, and demigods I think that's the name of the, the the book it shows like um like for example Odin the the, the all father this is his hit points. This is his. <laughs> this is his. Uh, you know, like all of these things, and like it, it breaks down on, on, on. If if you're this type of uh, class, you should you should you should do this because it'll gain you X amount of you know whatever whatever whatever. So I was just like I was so fascinated I, just because of mythology. I was a mythology nut back in the day. So like I wanted to find that book, and then when I saw that book again, you know how much it costs now in, in Amazon? Mm, Six hundred bucks. A shitload of money. <laughs> so I, I'm so mad. I was just like, damn it. Like Amazon could have, you know, given it to me for like 30 bucks or something. Can, can I just cool. say too, like, I never understood the, like, that it's of the devil kind of talk with, with Dungeons and Dragons. Like my, my parents growing up, like, oh, that's, that's Satan worshiping crap and blah, 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 blah. Hey, would you like to watch Lord of the Rings? It's really, really good. Yeah. And I'm just like, um, how is I, I, I remembered, I remembered. Well, Go ahead, go ahead, Pinhead. Well, it's, I, I so I had similar experience, Jester, because I watched Hellraiser when I was six, mm-hmm. and when Species came out, I wanted to see it. My mom's like, "No, you're not gonna watch that." I'm like, "I've already yeah. seen Hellraiser at six. What does it matter? It doesn't matter." She gets naked. I'm like, what? <laughs> "Who cares?" So it, 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 parents are just goofy. Yeah. They're just goofy. They all have their. It's, I guess they all have their lines. You know, like it doesn't matter if you come from the Philippines, yeah. from the states, China, Japan. No matter where you go, how brilliant they are, parents are just goofy. It's just strange because I, I remember growing up too. It was like I could see the most violent, violent, and I mean violent, like yeah, you know, like, like, like death Pinhead's wish, wa- right? Like death Pinhead's death watching Hellraiser, people's skulls are getting ripped off. But then as soon as titties get on the screen, the parents are like diving across the room like, oh, oh close your eyes. Not, not human yeah. anatomy because they yeah. Go- yeah. close your eyes, boy. Yeah. I'd like to say one thing on this subject. This is what makes my grandmother one of the most badass women in the world. Because when I was a kid, we were watching Serial Mom, and there was a scene where oh. the guy was watching porno, and there was tits just flopping all over the place. And my <laughs> uncle was watching me watch, and he's like, uh, he looked at my grandmother, and he said, 
why are you letting him watch this? Do you think he should be watching this? And my grandmother looked at him knowing that I already seen Hellraiser and all that. And she said, he's seen much worse than this. So just be quiet and let him do what he's doing. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I, I remember like, uh, remember um, Kevin Smith's uh, movie Dogma, guys? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, like Mike, you, you remember this fucking story because this 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 because is because uh of somebody that you personally know. Uh huh. They uh they wanted us to boycott it. Oh yeah. Like all of us, like we wanted they wanted us to have picket signs, boycotting it because our Catholic faith, uh, you know it 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 you know it, you know it vilifies whatever whatever all that stuff right. Mm-hmm. So I I asked uh, that person a question. So you don't like this movie, but you let your grandkids watch Harry Potter. Exactly. Oh no, yeah. no, Harry Potter's a devil too. Like Oh no. She she did. Mike, mm. she let she she let them. Oh boy. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Because I, I caught them because I, I, I was I was like I was like, what are you guys you know, what are you guys watching? Because I saw them like, you know, whatever. I saw them no, in the movie they- theater. And, and and I I asked the kids, so what did you guys watch? Ooh, Harry Potter. Mm. 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 There's that liars standard. That yeah, but it's okay. But 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 you know you know who that person is. And we, oh yeah. You know, yeah. we we, yeah. we have nothing but love. But oh yeah. So um, I do want to mention part of the Stranger Things. Yeah, I think that that brought it back also to make mainstream when they especially yeah. in the first season. That they start the show. They start that first episode with that, like the kids are playing, you know, Dungeons and Dragons. So they did release a collector set of Stranger Things, Dungeons and Dragons style, with the Demogorgon uh, playing piece, and then like, like a starter set basically. And then they also just did on the Stranger Things YouTube. If I'm mistaken, they did a collaboration. You have some of the cast members playing a Dungeons and Dragons game, and the the whole thing is like a two hour like video i haven't even checked it out yet but i do want to check it out but i've always been and, interested in playing it and, ahead, and i'll say going off it, it i want to learn how to play dungeons and dragons i'm just yeah. i wish someone would teach me because it it, it looks fascinating practice your uh, you really you really have to from especially talking to the person we work with every time i'm waiting for my uber you really have to get in depth with storytelling structure character development you really have to really have to have a vivid imagination if you want to be dungeon master you should be you should have to be awesome you have to be awesome but that's what i'm saying like to get to these heights dungeon master all you really have to have a vivid and just immaculate imagination Mm -hmm. that goes be it it gets it, it reminds me of dune like you have to transcend. Just, I really want to learn it. If I, yep. if I, if someone would teach me, I would love to learn this. Pinhead, uh, get your dice game uh, strong. That's my recommendation. I know that's what I've been told. So get your dice game strong. That's the reason why, like, when I play craps, I'm kind of, I kind of win, win money. Well, hey, buddy, you ex, and I both ex, because ex, I got ex Dungeons I got, and Dragons master. Well, I, I don't know, no, I don't know nothing about Dungeons and Dragons, but uh, buddy, 
when I was in high school, seven I and eleven. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> I, I got a lot. Of, I got a lot of money off of people from crap. So you know, I have there that golden go. wrist. I have that golden wrist. There you go. There you go. That that's the thing. And also, cha- uh, chaotic neutral is the best. So yeah. So here in the Hollywood Reporter, um, Chris Pine is still in talks to star in the movie. Um, they've been trying to make this for like ever. You know uh, he's gonna be Paladin, right? Who knows? There's no fucking. There's no director on board or anything. Um, Jonathan Goldstein and John Francis Daly, they uh, okay. directed um, New Line Sleeper Hit Game Night, which is actually a pretty okay. entertaining film. Yeah, that's um, interesting. Wait, so it's gonna be? Is this gonna be like a comedy thing? Uh, no, problem. I think so. Um, no, I mean like, like a comedy slash you know action adventure type of thing. like you know like. They they start off in uh, in real world and then they go to pretend land or something like that. Uh, I don't know. I hope not. I don't know. We shall see. Um, it says here the game whose rights are controlled by Hasbro was previously adapted by New Line in two thousand. That film starred Jeremy Irons. In recent years, the property yeah. has been at the center of a legal battle over its film rights, with a two thousand fifteen settlement appearing to have paved the way for Warner Brothers to make a movie that at one time had Ansel Elgort in early talks of star. However, the rights eventually hit the trail for Paramount, which is a production and distribution deal with Hasbro. So yeah, they're still working on it. So we shall find as out. As long as you guys keep Uwe Boyle as far away from it as possible, I'm good. <laughs> keep that creep piece of garbage far away from it. Yep. Alrighty, are you guys ready to jump into Spider-Verse? Oh, gosh. Again, what are we got now? More Spider-Man. Hey, guys, oh. did, did I tell you guys that I got I got a part in Spider, uh, Spider-Man 3? Oh, oh, I forgot. I forgot to mention me, too. I got one, Right? Too. The, the pinhead, you got one, too, right? You got that part? I did. Okay. Yeah. Mike, Mike, I know you have a part because you're filmmaker oh. Mike. Yeah. <laughs> I was interested. I was interested that I got... I thought I would have got the part that Jester got over. I thought it would have been reversed, but you know. no, it, it's the eyes. You know, it's the, it's yeah, the yeah, eyes. I know. Those. That's why I said those sexy eyes. I'm know? in the mask, you know. Like you got to see my sexy eyes. So I know. That's why I got the role. I like to give him a lick. <laughs> <laughs> the first one here is Marvel and Sony extend their Spidey deal. So star.com. So uh, let's see. A new report suggests the deal between Marvel Studios and Sony Pictures to bring Spider-Man to the MCU has been extended. This was posted three days ago. Um, The initial deal between Marvel and Sony fell apart in August 2019 after Disney reportedly asked for all future Spider-Man projects to be a 50-50 co-financing arrangement between the two studios. Then a new deal was then reached in September in which Marvel and Sony would co-produce the yet-to-be-titled Spider-Man 3 while leaving the door open for Tom Holland's Peter Parker to appear in one other future MCU film. So, that a, uh, what was that? No, I'm just, I'm just kind of been, you know. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, with Spider-Man 3 now becoming, like, Spider-Verse, essentially, um, some people, I was reading, like someone say, "Oh, so Spider-Man three will be the Spider-Verse, and then after Spider-Man three, um, they can now focus again on Peter Parker's story." I'm like, "Really? Why are we doing?" Uh, 
you know i just thought it was funny because i saw a meme of all the actors that got cast in this movie and they're all in this like in this massive party room they're all high-fiving each other like yeah yeah you know and then you just see tom holland in the corner like guys you know this is my movie right (laughs) (laughs) if we're gonna do this i would please hope that you're gonna if we're gonna do this then we have to have madam webb in there too she has to be there maybe maybe not we're going down that route you got doc strange there so oh the mentor yeah yeah jesus fucking christ I mean, <laughs> the kid should see. Let the kid grow up already, man. Fuck. <laughs> God damn it, man. And then, of course, there's reports that Willem Dafoe and Thomas Hayden Church are going to return. Yeah. Rumored to appear. Rumor. Yeah. Remember, we talked about it like last week. You were talking about that. Shit. Yeah, I got super. I want him. I want him in it. Like he has to be in it. They have to be in. William yeah. Defoe has to be in it just for the simple fact that the last conversation me and Mike had in person was talking about William Defoe mm-hmm. being in there. And like we have to see just so we can hear what I've done for this company. Like we we like yeah. we need Why that. We need you? that out. <laughs> what I sacrifice like seriously. Like we so, need so who are the, who are the, Spider-Man. So who are the villains now? We we got Goblin. Everybody got, into uh, the sun. We got Sandman. Electro. Doc Ock. Electro. Uh, who else? Carnage. Oh, yeah. Doc Ock, right? Is somebody going to play Carnage? Or? Well, I hope so. that's, that's um, Woody Harrelson in the Venom yep. sequel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about way off casting. You're like, I was like, Woody yeah. Harrelson. Okay. No, no, I'm, I'm, because ta- what, I'm, what I'm thinking about, like right now, in, in regards to their plot, it's going to be the sin- Sinister Six, yeah. Possibly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would understand that because Sony has been banging on that gong for years yeah. now that they want the Sinister Six out there, so I can see it. Yeah, they tried to do it with the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies. It would have yeah. worked. It would have yeah. worked. Yeah. It would have worked, but. Couldn't get it up in time. That's okay though. I mean, and and fucking uh, Michael Keaton, Michael is. Michael Keaton was amazing as the Vulture. So, yeah, uh, he was man. I, gosh, he was. He was vulture. like Michael Keaton was awesome as the Vulture. I was like, so okay. good. He, and, and then including Mysterio, right? So that's six. If I'm mistaken. But technically, Mysterio's dead. Or, eh, fuck yeah. out of here, dude. Or He's is not. he? He's not. So dead. we got. So we got Rhino. Yeah, or Rhino. <laughs> or Craven the Hunter, if that's the case. Yes. So. Jeez. Hmm. Yep. I don't know, but. Yeah, this, is, this, is get, this is getting to where. Uh, it's going to be like Ocean's Eleven, right? This is what, what's going to be. I don't know. It might not be executed as well as Ocean's Eleven. So that's what scares me. Uh, well, we'll see. I mean, you know, ensemble. According to to certain memes, uh, ensemble movies are the best thing that the MCU can do. Oh God, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, right. Alrighty. I don't know. So, moving on. This is from Yahoo.com. Avengers Endgame star reacts to getting recast, but Marvel. So this is Emma Furman. She played Cassie Lang in Avengers Endgame. 
Mm-hmm. Um, she found it's the daughter out, of Ant Man, right? Yep, uh, the daughter okay. of Ant Man, Paul Rudd's Ant Man, Scott Lang. She found out that he no longer had the job, the same way every other Marvel fan did with that Disney Investor Day. Wow! And her previous boss, Kevin Feige, announced that Catherine Newton will be played by uh, will be Catherine Newton will be playing. Cassie Lang in the brand new Ant Man three. That's uh, fucked up, man. Yeah, so she got the dirty right there. For she sure. got that Terrence Howard treatment. <laughs> yeah, but in this yeah. case, not even asking for more money. She just wants yeah. to. Like, yeah, that that's why when you, that's what makes me just that's dirty. Like you just bam for no apparent reason whatsoever. Like you, that's a. Oh. At least let them know oh. before you announce it to the whole wide world. Exactly. Like, have some mm-hmm. decorum and decency. Exactly. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. come on. I, I get it. I get it. You're Hollywood. You're above reproach in your ideals. We get it. Have some, just surprise us once in a while, please. And, and be humans. I know that's hard for you, plastic fucks, but please try it once in a while. This is this is disgusting. Yeah, she tweeted. Up. Just wanted to come on here and say that I see all your kind messages, heart emoji. Thank you all for your support. It has meant the world to me. I was as sad as you all were to hear the news Thursday. I can only hope that this means there is something else for me in the future of the MCU. No, fuck it. Like, like she can Probably move not. on. To, she can move into to DC. She can be Donna Troy. For, for all I care, I don't yeah, but Donna Troy right now, oh, and, and Titans is played very well by um, oh my god, or or somebody you know, it, maybe in the new Nightwing movie, I don't know, <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah, there you go, why not? Kind of cool, so yeah, it could yeah. be in my new horror movies. So. There you go, right? Call me up, there you go, no joke. So, moving on, HBO Max, as of this recording is now on Roku for all the, this was the last deal that they had to make uh, for, you know, for a lot of people to be happy on the HBO Max group that I'm a part of on Facebook. You, there wouldn't be a, there wouldn't be a day that would go by where someone wouldn't post and ask, when is Roku, when is HBO Max coming to Roku? Well, now it's on Roku. So there you go. Have at it. So they finally. Is it good <laughs> enough now? Is it good out. enough now for you? I know, right? So yeah, this is from gizmodo.com. And this was just on, they announced mm-hmm. it on Wednesday and it was official on Thursday when uh, HBO Max went live on Roku. So of course they're doing this in time for the release of Wonder Woman 1984 exactly uh, on Christmas Day. So that's mm-hmm. the final piece that they needed. Um, a lot of people use Roku and have Roku even built in on their TVs. So now it's available. So now there's no excuse for people not to be able to access HBO Max. Um, and then they also announced Mortal Kombat will be, Hell yeah. will be in theaters and HBO Max April 16, 2021. Hell yeah. So, yeah. Um, I'm excited people, about that. Yeah. Uh, I know Kuya hates it, but I'm excited about this. I can't wait for it because as, as long wanna... as they played the, the same techno fucking song that they they played in yeah, the, back in the day, that's all that matters. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, I want to hear fire. 
They absolutely have to open with that. They need, yeah. they need to play that song. They like, should have Pitbull remake the song. At least at least oh, four times. Uh, like Aquaman. Uh, <laughs> oh god. <laughs> like, but I'm I'm honestly I'm looking forward to this because I want to see what the new take will be. Because they promised it was gonna be brutal this time around. They promised yeah. right. it's so R rated, right? It's R rating, right? I believe um, so. Yeah. They, if they if they live up to their promise, yes, it has to be. Like I want an NC seventeen. I want the brutality. Well, we don't need to go. I know I, I have lowered but, expectations than you, but we at least need to get past the PG thirteen because they promised before this was even in it before it kicked off. Well before the pandemic, they promised. Yes, we promised brutality in this more in this Mortal Kombat adaptation. So that's why I'm excited about it. If I'm let down, then fuck it. It's my own fault, but it's also theirs for giving me a bill of goods that they shouldn't have. <laughs> False advertisement. So yeah. either way, we'll see what happens. I'm just looking forward to it because I'm hoping that we get the Mortal Kombat that we deserve. Yep. Especially after that amazing game. We deserve this. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, the cast looks pretty awesome. Yeah, that too. Yeah. The cast I'm, looks amazing. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. That'll be really cool. So next up, we've got the Wonder Woman 1984 virtual premiere. They did this on December 15th. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in a world where there's not a whole lot of movies going on, this is the one big, the last big blockbuster tentpole film that we're looking forward to. Um, it was the next best thing to seeing an actual premiere. Uh, so they had the virtual premiere lasted about 30 minutes. Uh, pretty cool. They had a Q they started off with a Q and a, uh, with Patty Jenkins and Gal Gadot. And of course the main cast were on video screens there. Um, it was hosted by Tiffany Smith who does a lot of the DC stuff. And she's also done some like star Wars premieres. So she was cool. And she liked, she was awesome. Yeah. She liked my Instagram picture of her that's cool i took a nice picture of her <laughs> during the live stream yeah, so that was cool. awesome. yeah she's really cool so yeah i was really uh, it was cool because they kicked it off with kind of like a brand new spot teaser for wonder woman 84 featuring other uh new footage that you haven't seen before um there's this one shot of wonder woman running after like it looks like these this army on like a, a jeep or some tank or like yeah, they're like in, in vehicles and jeeps. Who's running after them? And one of one of them fires a gun. You see the bullet fly past her as she's running after them. And then she looks back at the bullet. She takes off her lasso, and she tries to stop the bullet or get the bullet out of the way. I think it's headed for Steve Trevor or someone else. She uses the lasso. So like, and I was like, holy shit, that looks awesome. So that yeah, I cool. saw that. I was that looks so good, man. I saw yeah. that part. Yep. Yeah. And then, uh, so yeah, they did the Q&A. They had some fans there. They had some cosplayers as well. It was really cool. And then they, um, they had an actual jam session with Hans Zimmer and his great like crew of musicians with Tina Gao. And just when you thought like you couldn't, you know, Hans Zimmer couldn't make the Wonder Woman theme any better because it's already perfect. 
like he actually has an even better like more uplift like very like bombastic and positive like this powerful version mm-hmm. of it like that that they that they did and Gal Gadot and Patty Jenkins was even jamming with them so that was pretty cool um and then they ended it with showing the first few minutes of the beginning of the film like i think like two two to three minutes of it so and just like the first wonder woman film which shows you you know the um uh the island of themiscira and all the amazons and this they're taking you back there so it looked really cool got me really excited so looking forward to it and then um we also got an update from the uh, justice league from uh zach snyder so it, <laughs> it's saying that after it goes to the MPAA, it may be rated R because Batman curses. He says the F-bomb. Hell yeah. Cut. And I think Cyborg even says something. And hmm. then, of course, um, a lot of people were like, oh, Batman doesn't curse and all that stuff. And I'm like, if you read the... Uh, comics, yep, if you read the goddamn comic books. I, I was going to say that, yeah. Every, every time every time he, he looks at... Uh, his his robins and like what the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> Pretty much play the game. If it's if it's done right and it doesn't feel forced, it'll it'll be good. Like yeah, I think it'll be good. Right. Yeah, and then it's not it's not gonna be like oh he's just gonna say oh fuck. Yeah, yeah that would be dumb. Not like that. So you know, an appropriate time for Batman to have said that and be in Batman versus Superman is when he crashes in his bat jet. And, and, and he is right is about to like fire his freaking. But 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 he said something else. He said, "Oh shit." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See that that fit like that took yeah. me by surprise, but it. Fit. I was cra- I was laughing because like, oh shit. Right. Yeah. Like, What's he gonna do? He doesn't, yep. he doesn't have super speed to get out, tear off his his harness or whatever, and get off the. You know he's gonna get shot, but of course Wonder Woman saves the day. So with 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 the wonderful theme song too. With, the, with the, one of the best themes I've ever heard, yeah, for sure. Exactly. Hans Zimmer, Junkie XL baby. So also Hans Zimmer did mention um his track uh Beautiful Lie at the beginning of Batman versus Superman. He uses it in Wonder Woman 1984. Ooh, I'm like, okay. Ooh, hmm. that's awesome because I love that. I love that track. So alrighty, and then of course um Zack Snyder finally gave an update. Uh, one of the fans asked him a question on when, when the release would be for uh, the Snyder Cut, and he basically said March. And 314? Oh, nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Is it 314? Um, no specific date. Most likely it could be. And that he was also... Isn't, isn't, isn't that another another uh, favorite number that he has? Or three three something? It was three something, right? And 214. Yeah, yeah. So, and then he, he also did an update on his Vero, what it was pretty much saying um, he was at the IMAX headquarters and they were previewing the cut for IMAX. So it's most likely going to be in theaters um, in IMAX. So for a limited time. And it's, it's great. It's crazy how usually we get movies on the big screen first and then, you know, on streaming to the smaller screens. But in this, for this film, it kind of worked the reverse way where it started out for HBO Max first, and we're possibly going to be able to see it on the big screen. So, either right. way, I'm excited. So, we shall find out soon enough. And yeah, I'm I'm hoping we get a new trailer when Wonder Woman 1984 drops. 
So we shall see soon enough. Okay. All righty. That's pretty much it uh, for the news and topics, unless you guys have anything to add or you want to mention. This is our last episode before Christmas. So, okay. With that said, I would like to say a couple things tonight before we wrap up. That is one, I have finished season three of uh, The Man in the High Castle, and I am on the final season. So far, so good. A little slow, a little dry, but very good storytelling, very interesting. The next, um, I finished Ready Player Two, the audiobook. It was okay. It was nothing compared to the first, the first book. The first book was incredible. Doesn't even compare unfortunately because i like the world that he built it just it was an unnecessary sequel that i did not really enjoy with that said it had its moments of of fun and excitement and it had its dull moments um a couple of uh forced um you know woke moments so to speak um you know if if you're gonna do something like i don't like using that word but like woke it needs to fit the story. And in his first book, it fit the story and it was actually interesting and it had a nice little twist. And this one, it was just unnecessary nonsense that pulled me out of the story. And it was just kind of annoying uh, and unnecessary. Um, yeah, it was okay. Um, so I think that's everything that I wanted to say for catching up. Cause I know if, like, if, if anybody was waiting on that, which I don't know if they were, but if anyone was waiting on those results, that's all I've got. I was interested cause I wanted to know what you thought about ready player two. And it was okay. I'm kind of disappointed now. Now I'm just, I don't give a shit. If you about... got a, like, like for example, if you, get, if you got a credit on, um, on audible that you just don't know what to spend on, Go for it. Give it a listen. It, it, it has its fun moments. I'm not going to take that away. But it's just, it's not as good. It's not as good as the first one. So, but yeah. Anybody else? Yeah. I don't know. Lately, like I said, I've I watched The Stand. That was disappointing. Uh, I've been playing Spider... If you haven't played it and you've finished the first Spider-Man, play Spider-Man Miles Morales. It's awesome. I want to, man. I want to so it's bad. So fun. There's a moment in it where you can unlock the end of the Spider-Verse costume yeah. and you go through the world like you are in the Spider-Verse, but the entire world the rest of the world is the game. So you're just, you're, you're, you're swinging like Miles Morales in the Spider-Verse, but in the confines of the actual game. And it's just so much fun. I can't give it enough praise. I will say, I don't know if it's because I have wear and tear on my PlayStation or it was a problem with the game, but there were a couple of times where the dialogue dropped out and it pissed me off because it was at an important moment in the game and i did not like that but other than that the game is fantastic and i'm having a great time with it one of my favorite games of the year next to ghost of shishima i i could easily say that 
other than that, uh, nothing, nothing's going on. Like uh, I'm, I'm getting ready for the, the event this Sunday, the TLC event for you wrestling fans. I'm telling you, this is the event where we're really going to have to band together and give each other moral support because this one's going to be a very, very tough one. So mm. That that's all I'm that's all I'm at. Other than that, I'm just working on the stand and that. So, cool. Okay. Nothing. I I haven't. Uh, the one thing that uh, my wife and I have been watching is uh, this Korean uh, drama called Uncanny Counter. It's a uh, basically it's like a uh, a group like a a group of people fighting. Uh, demons or something like that but they own a noodle shop so is that live cool. action or yeah it's, like, it's, it's it's live action it's 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 actually kind of nice they're like what we're, is we're, we're what is that on it's on netflix it's on netflix uncanny What's counter okay uncanny counter i'm checking it out now because i i just have to i have to check out what you and your wife are checking out so i'm checking it out now yeah i mean along with the gods Nah, that's never gonna happen. But I'll check out. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just saying like, that that's something that we we both enjoyed. So, oh, that's funny. It's uh, it's you know, again, it, it could be a, it could could be a Christmas miracle that you guys end up watching it. But whatever, Christmas right. miracle. <laughs> so, like I yeah. said, lump of coal you're gonna get. No, like I, I said, I'll whatever. check out on Candy Counter along with the with the, with the frauds or gods or whatever. Like I'm I'm not checking that out. So. All right, that's fine. But uh, yeah, I don't have I don't have anything else. Um, I'm. Are we are we doing anything like after Christmas or anything like that? Because I'm probably not gonna be here. I'm okay. gonna be in Colorado. <laughs> so, gotcha. Ooh. Uh, I'm gonna be uh ooh, ooh, hanging out with with, with the with, with the in laws and. Uh, if if we're wise, we need to do the Batman Returns commentary. Like. Yeah. We, that has to be done for our fans. Like, we 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 need to do the Batman Returns commentary. Yeah, well, why don't we do that after Christmas? That sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. We can discuss we'll see what happens. No problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I got I got nothing else. Um, yeah, I I'll, I'll be gone for for from the twenty sixth until the third, I believe. So okay, it's gonna be okay. It's gonna It'll be, be a, fun without you. <laughs> Yes, whatever. <laughs> I, I, you know, it, it's gonna be the same, same old shit. Like you know, nobody pays attention to what I say, anyways. So it's okay. Yeah, it's like you know, you're not even here. Anyway, so. Yeah, it'll, it'll be, right. yeah, it'll be good. But it's fine. Like, yeah. But like, I, I'll, I'll try. I'll try to be. You know, I'll try. I'll try to see if I can. Uh, uh, maybe just download, download it on my phone, and maybe just phone it up like a uh, like Pinhead does or something like that. Because they, it's it's kind of hard if if there's like a you know couple of uh, toddlers with you, <laughs> like if it's oh, if it's if it's nighttime, it's nighttime. So right, <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, well, we'll see. We'll see what what I can do on on, on that end in that sense. Yeah, so if I, if I don't if I don't see you guys then, like you guys have a wonderful holidays, and I hope everybody you know everybody's in in good health and good graces and all that stuff. So mm. you too, yeah. man. Enjoy Colorado. Yeah, yeah, man, have a good time, man. Yeah, it sounds like I'm gonna fun. try. There, there's a lot of dispensaries there, so hell yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try not to get too high now. Oh no! Toke it up, man. We're gonna be Rocky Mountain high. Let's just say that. So, So I do want to mention. I checked out um, this thing called Apple TV Plus. You know, for Mm. Apple subscribers. Uh, (laughs) uh, When did that come out? Is that new? Um, well, they have a bunch of stuff there that I just never checked. I haven't checked out because you know. I mean, you have so much stuff with Netflix and like uh, Hulu and Amazon Prime and HBO Max. So we checked out the Mariah Carey Christmas special because it oh, was Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> oh, no, I'll, I'm gonna just treat that like along with the gods and pass. Well, <laughs> we were, we want we've been watching Christmas stuff, so we're like, oh, let's check it out. Let's check it out. So we checked it out. It wasn't bad. Um, I think it's better than that Mariah Carey Christmas movie. That's for sure. Is a movie too? Oh gosh! Oh, well, an face. animated movie. They made an animated movie um, of her wanting a puppy for Christmas. So my daughter she can buy a fucking. She's a she's a billionaire. She can buy a puppy. Now she is. Well, this is like eight year old Mariah Carey in the story. So, <laughs> wow. Damn. Yeah. But this is like a few weird. years ago. We're, now we're talking about live action Mariah Carey, um, oh. with Tiffany Haddish as the narrator. Um, oh God! Ariana, All I want for- <laughs> Ariana Grande in there. So, oh God! And then moving on, you're uh, watching this, and then you're gonna skip on along with the gods, Mike. I started along with the gods, and then I got bored. <laughs> oh, oh! <laughs> because you don't like good cinema, that's why. Let me rephrase. I didn't get bored. I just, I just wasn't feeling the story at the time. I guess. It felt, yeah. it felt like it was long. It felt like it was a little long. Like, how, how far along were you? Like, seemed like 45 minutes to an hour. Oh, that's not even... That's pretty yeah. far. And that's why I'm like, can, can, we, can we move on? Can we, like... But, but the, no, seriously, though, the story is fascinating because the guy that saved a, that saved a kid, does he save a kid? Save yeah. the kid. Yeah. And then he's got these, like, spirit... Um, I still want to check it out. Yeah. I just it's wasn't amazing. the right frame of mind to check that out. But anyway, let me ask you something, Kuya. You always harp on us. On it. Have you seen Phantasm yet? I've seen it a long time ago, and I've seen it since, and I've seen it again, and I'll watch it because Phantasm is amazing. Man, now I gotta see along with the fucking gods. Amazing. <laughs> Phantasm go. is amazing. There like it's go. an amazing movie. All right. I gotta see along with the gods. So this one is an Apple TV Plus film. An animated film. It's called Wolf Walkers, and this one was really good. Um, it's a traditional hand-drawn animation. You can literally okay. see the strokes and the lines, nice. and it was very well done. Because um, we saw we saw an ad for it on TV, and I was like, "What the heck is that? What's what's going on? What's this?" And then it showed like Wolf Walkers only on Apple TV Plus, and I'm like, "Oh my God, we have that! Hello." So we checked it out, and my daughter loved it. Leanna loved it. Um, so it's basically a story of it's set in the 1600s. You've got this um, this little girl, uh, English, I think English little girl. They're not, it's a, set, a story set in Ireland, and she her dad is voiced by Sean Bean. So. Hmm. Oh, he's gonna die. Does he die? Yeah. Oh, I was just about to say that, dude. I was just about to say that. No. So here, um, here's the description. In a time of superstition and magic, when wolves are seen as demonic and nature and evil to be tamed, a young apprentice hunter, Robin, 
comes to Ireland with her father to wipe out the last pack. But when Robin saves a wild native girl, Mabe, their friendship leads her to discover the world of the wolf walkers and transform her into the very thing her father is tasked to destroy. So hmm. it was, it's a really good story. It was well, the animation is, is beautiful. The animation is beautiful um, because it's that it's, it's not your traditional like 3d computer animated, you know, film it's hand-drawn. You can see the lines, the colors, everything. It's well done. It is really well That's done. Cool. So yeah, um, I, I would I, check it out, especially if you have little ones around you. I got a question for you real quick since we're on the subject. Have they been promoting or talking any, because it's on Apple TV, have they been promoting yeah. or talking anything about Foundation? Foundation, I What's that one? Because that's supposed to be on Apple TV. I haven't heard about that one. Next year, apparently. Oh, okay. <sighs> I haven't heard Woo! about that one for yet. Okay, because it's supposed to be on Apple TV next year. Okay. There is a looks like there's a trailer. Yeah, there's there should at least be a trailer because that like it's supposed to be a huge event for Apple TV. Yeah, it says here like Game of Thrones, Dune. Star Wars level event for yeah. them. Yeah, it says here, Foundation is an upcoming American science fiction t- television series based on the book series of the same name by Isaac Asimov and produced for Apple TV. The series was in pre-production, but on March 12, 2020, production was halted due to COVID-19. In October, production resumed. So hmm. they just, yeah, and then you, you've got Jared Harris, Lee Pace, Laura Byrne, Oh, what a cast. Yeah. Man, so. that's crazy. Sounds interesting. Yeah, it's going to – I just yeah. wondered if there was anything – if they were talking about it, so that's all. Not yet. Uh, as far as – like, I haven't seen anything there, but I'm starting to check out more series from Apple TV+. Plus. Because um, that's what will make me get Apple TV. I don't care about anything else but but foundation. Yeah, well, when it drops – I can't do anymore. When it drops, I'll let Neither you know. Okay, thank you. Yeah. So, yep, that's um, yeah. There's a series, the the Tom Hanks movie I need to check out, and then there's also For All Mankind, which I, I've heard nothing but great stuff about. That one's like uh, the space race, but they yeah. kind of it's like an alternate history. Yeah. So you've got yeah Joel Kinnaman in there, Chantel Van Satten who played. Um, What's her name? Billy Butcher's wife and the boys. Um, in, the boys. in Apple TV Plus, there's also C, right? The one with the yes. uh, Mama. Yeah, where everyone has lost their sight. Except for the, the, the new baby. Yeah. By the way, Jason Momoa on his Instagram on Friday, um, he was like traveling somewhere. So in the car, they were playing the Mandalorian theme song. He was like, yeah, I got to get on that show. Whatever it takes, I got to get on that show. Like it shows awesome, you know. Like you guys, like he'll be on. He'll be like the biggest fucking stormtrooper ever. Shit. He could be a bounty hunter for all I care. Like, oh yeah, he'd be a great bounty hunter. You wouldn't want to waste that guy on a stormtrooper armor. Like, oh, that'd be funny though, because like he'd be just like, I don't care. I just want to be part of the show. He'd be look like he'd look like a super Mandalorian trooper or something like that. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. The one, the one that carries the big, the big rifles and shit. Yeah, he could have something like that. Yeah. 
the heavy gunner or something. Super Commando Mandalorian. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it was just awesome to see like uh, a big star geeking out about the Mandalorian and like, I want to be on that show. Like, <laughs> and then he he had to like take a COVID test because they were traveling. So before they got on the plane, like they were swabbing him and then his his other friend. So but that that was that was awesome. Well, those are the two shows you want to be on. You want to be on Mandalorian or, St- or Stranger Things or both. Yeah. Yep. Hey, Pinhead, have you so, seen The Wailing yet? The Wailing? No. Yeah. It's on, um, uh, I, th- I think it's on either Netflix or Hulu. It's a Korean horror movie. So. I've heard about it. I haven't seen it yet. Let me write it, that it's, down. It's not uh it's not super scary. It's just creepy as hell. So No, I know. I heard about it. I just haven't seen it yet. Oh I'm man. Yeah. Yep. Alrighty. Well, that seems like that's all we have for this episode. Yep. That's all we got for yous. Thank you guys. We love you, fuckos. We love you guys. Yeah. Thank Wishing you. Wishing you all a uh, Merry Christmas and happy holidays. Go watch mm. Die Hard, you fuckers. <laughs> Watch Batman Returns. Batman Returns is now. Watch whatever the hell you want. How about yeah. that? Watch the hell, whatever the hell. Watch you Home want, Alone. But you gotta watch Batman Returns. Hey, hey wait, wait. So I have a question. So is Wonder Woman eighty four a Christmas movie? Because it uh, premieres the December twenty five. No, it's not. No, no, that's not. That's not how that goes. Mike. Yeah. Can no. you? No. no? Okay, no, I, that's yeah. not how that goes. Shut I just wanted—I just wanted to make sure, like, because, but, but if there's any sort of Christmas theme in it, but if there's any sort of Christmas thing in it, it's a Christmas movie. Sorry, Kuya, you're wrong. Sure, but so far I don't see anything that would. Okay. <laughs> yeah, was, that would just say otherwise. And snow doesn't just count. Seeing no, what? No, no, no. It, it, like it has to, it has to have Christmas, some sort yeah, of Christmas. Pinhead movie. did send me. Mike, a- maybe you, maybe you should send him that a uh, Cinemaskers video that I send you with the Batman yeah. Returns, and I, yeah, that he, was I understand the criteria. And watching that now made me want to even do uh, Batman Returns audio commentary even more. And that's why I want to do it it's now. A like Christmas movie, so yeah, I was like when I was watching it, I was like, whoa. That's why I sent that to you because I was like, "That was awesome, thank you." Yeah, no problem. Alrighty, thank you guys for listening. Um, yeah, we're yeah. gonna dip out. <laughs> we're gonna go now. <laughs> Pretty much, oh. we're not gonna do the whole social spiel. Just check out the. You guys know where to where to find us. You know us. If you're yeah. listening to this, you we know. ain't feeling it tonight. You know what I'm saying? We're we're going to listen. Someone who listened to this episode for the first time was like, oh, fuck that then. I'm not going to follow that. <laughs> no, well, wait. Wait, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll stick strong with it. Yeah, we're out of here. All righty. You guys have a safe holiday. Take it easy. Take care. Peace. Have, have Merry fun, Christmas. Everybody. Bye-bye. Merry Christmas. Maligayang Pasco.